everyone. Uh, I'm so tired. <laughs> we're nearly at the end of January. We both got through Blue Monday, and ironically, we're actually both wearing blue today. Um, I don't really believe in Blue Monday. No, and I mean, I had a good Monday, Blue Monday. What happened on Monday? Monday this week was like really long. Yeah, like I'm a bit like, how is it only just Wednesday? But also, it's like, how is it only just Wednesday? How is it already Wednesday? Yeah. I've got too much stuff to do. One of those weeks. Yeah. Definitely. What even happened on Monday? I genuinely cannot remember. Okay, well, while you think, I'm going to start pouring because I feel like we both need some. But also, I was like, literally, like, <laughs> we need some wine, but then I'm like, is that going to send me to sleep? Um, too late. It's in the glass. Oh, no, I haven't <laughs> taken it. This looks like a lovely, I haven't rosé, I haven't had a rosé in ages. Yeah, this is what I was thinking. So I was like, okay. And you've got some lovely new glasses yeah, as well. Yeah, some lovely new um, wine also, glasses. Also, can you please turn the thingy off telling us how much we're speaking because that's stressing me out. <laughs> so the wine this week we is called Kabali. Yep. You're the right, okay, yeah. I mean. Um, yeah. I can't read the rest of that writing. But on the back it says, Kabali Rosé is a worthy partner to our ever-popular Kabali Red. It's made from the fruit of old, low-yielding Grenache and Syrah vines, selected for the concentrated fruit, aromas and flavours. Blah, 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 blah. Um, vibrant strawberry and grenadine flavours, complemented by a hint of pepper. Mm. Oh. Grenadine. Swirled as classically inspired wine in large glasses and allow itself to be transported to the rugged hillside. Hey. That's what I like to hear. Yeah, these are cheers. Lovely new wine glasses. Massive. Oh, that's nice. Oh, oh, that's dangerously nice. (laughs) Yeah, that's really good, actually. Oh, it's got quite a sweetness at the end Mm. of it. And I don't usually like sweet wine, but that's actually quite nice. Oh, um, this this would go down so well. Also, I think we should do a little um, a raise the glass. I know to Andre Leon Tally. So yeah, today oh, recording, Andre Leon Tally has sadly passed away. I literally texted Scott in all caps as soon as I woke up, like <laughs> Andre Leon Tally is dead. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I like was out doing stuff and I'd left my phone in the bedroom, mm-hmm. and then I was like, oh, where is my phone? Mm-hmm. And she went in and saw that, and I was like. <gasps> I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, this cannot be happening. Yeah, because I was so in bed, like, doing my work, and, like, Dan was just getting ready for bed, and uh, getting, ready for, getting ready to leave. And I was like, oh, my God. And he was like, what? And I'm like, Andrew Leon Talley's dead. And he was a bit like, who? And I was like, it's really sad. Oh. He gave me a little kiss on the forehead, because I think he kind of thought that I, like, needed the support. I mean, I feel like we did need <laughs> I the support. Like, I honestly, like, <laughs> he was 73 years old, and I felt that's still so young. It is, like, and I think he's just left behind such a, like, big legacy as well like he has he did so much like we've both read his memoir the chiffon trenches which is an amazing book um even mm-hmm. if you're not like massively into fashion i mean obviously it helps but like it is just a really good interesting life story i think yeah and um anna winter which is obviously your, i would say lifelong friend but like i mean i was gonna say do you reckon they made up before he died oh maybe or is it has that been left because this is what I was thinking. I was like, was it like a sudden death? Mm. Or was it like kind of going down Well, they did say like an illness. The complications. Yeah, because also I looked on his Instagram and he hadn't posted since November. Mm. And I was a bit like... Maybe mm, he'd been ill for a while. Been ill for a while. Bless him. Um, so yeah, uh, Anna released like a statement and <gasps> it was... Uh, yeah. I didn't know this. Yeah, I think I saw it on Twitter. The loss of Andre is felt by so many of us today. The designers he enthusiastically cheered on every season and who loved him for it. The generations he inspired to work in the industry. Seeing a figure who broke boundaries while never forgetting where he started from. Those who knew fashion and vogue simply because of him and not forgetting the multitude of colleagues over the years who were consistently 
what does that say? Void. Yeah, void. By every new discovery of Andres, which he would discuss loudly and volubly. No one could make... <laughs> Suffolk words. No one could make people more excited about the most seemingly insignificant fashion details more than him. Even his stream of colourful faxes and emails were a highly anticipated event, something we all look forward to, said Anna Wintour. Yet it's the loss of Andre as my colleague and friend, and I think of now. It's immeasurable. He was magnificent and... that, And wickedly funny and mercutial. Mercurial. I can't, I can't talk today. What words is she put? This is a I know. Like, come on, babe. Make it easy to read. Um, <laughs> like many decade-long friendships, there were complicated moments, but all I want to remember today, all I care about is the brilliant, compassionate man who was generous and loving and friend to me and to my family for many, many years, who we all miss so much. Aww. I know. Bless. Aww. But, like, I did... It has made me want to, like, read it again, because I, yeah. I remember what we were saying after we read it, like... I, that was one book that I just got so sucked into. Mm, I loved it so much. It was such a good like exploration of how the fashion industry had, like changed and like the, from the inside. It was amazing. It was such a good book. Yeah, like, and I saw like people putting things up on Twitter today saying like that he was he's now reunited with those like iconic fashion designer <gasps> friends that he was yeah. once so, such good friends with, like, like from the eighties and nineties and, and everything. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's that is like a. It is a nice way to think about it in that way. Yeah, but it's just like so sad. Like he'll never be at the Met Ball again. Mm. Like do you remember when he was used to be on the side and like the red carpet. Yeah. I just felt like the way he spoke about women in particular was so lovely, and the way he like built them up. It was just and... like a different understanding. Mm. But it was also like an understanding that was like ahead of the time. Yeah. Like he just got this sort of mm. had this thing about him that. Yeah, like he was. I feel like he. I mean, obviously I don't know him personally, but like, mm. would have been like quite easily approachable as well. Yeah, he seems a lot warmer and I feel like he almost was like sassy, but never like bitchy. Yeah. Like, I kind of get that vibe. Yeah, get like, whenever you saw him talk about celebrity or like on the red carpet, he would be like building them up. And I just feel like that mm-hmm. was a really nice quality to have yeah. within the industry. And yeah, he's just, he's such a great, was, yeah, I just, and it was the whole thing, just so sad of like, all these men and stuff recently, they've been dying, not telling anyone, like, their illness, or, like, mm. well, lots of in the world. And, you know, 73 is still young. Like, yeah. But just... we shall miss him dearly. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on to something a bit more lighthearted. Is um, it? <laughs> I feel like there's a lot to unpack. I don't even know where to start. Um, it's Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. If you haven't watched it or you don't watch it, you really should. Yeah. Um... It's just incredible for yeah. so many reasons. Um, but the latest second season of the show is out and we're nearly halfway through. Or we are halfway I, through. It's nearly finished. Oh my gosh. So episode 17 was released this week. To be fair, I feel like this series has been going on forever. Yeah. Like, I mean, I only, so started, I only started like watching season two before Chris, just before Christmas. So I've kind oh, of like, been right. able to condense it all. Yeah. But now I'm like back to it. I think, yeah, because episode 17 was this week. Yeah, we were, I watched that one. So there must only be like two or three left. Mm, that's true. So wait for a reunion. Yeah, because then their last trip of the season, that's like, you know, when they do that like last oh, trip, yeah. last girl's trip, and then have like one or two episodes after. Yeah. Standard Bravo way. Yeah. <laughs> you know. It is like a, it is a format, isn't it? It's like it last yeah. trip, like five episodes in another cast trip just for like the last two episodes yeah and then the finale is always a party or something yeah massive party like someone gets kicked out yeah. I just oh, this season is just like chef's kiss like every episode just like bang bang bangs yeah like this is what I 
love about house but the housewives franchise is when they're mm. like this good yeah and like i mean obviously we're kind of getting that off of like the unfortunate lives of some people and yeah. some people's circumstances but <laughs> are you referring to jen shaw it is absolutely <laughs> <laughs> so if anyone there's missed this jen shaw has been um, accused of fraud and money laundering um basically scamming old people out of their money and stuff like that, um, it still, like, hasn't gone to trial, or, like, it's still being, like, contested and all this stuff, so, technically, it's just alleged at the moment, so, but, I mean, it's juicy. It is so juicy, and the fact that, like, some of the housewives might be involved, or might have tipped them off, yeah. like, FBI off, and it was like, oh, God, I just really hope it comes out if you tipped yeah. them off. Yeah, I honestly, oh, I don't know, I can't tell. Because then there's also stuff to do with Mary, and I swear I saw a rumour the other day that her church has been like shut down. Yeah, so she's removed like the signage outside of her church, and her church has been um, closed. <gasps> and her mum, I I didn't, I haven't watched it, but her mum and um, dad, I think it was, have done an exclusive interview talking about it, and they actually say that it was a cult. <gasps> I was like, this just gets deeper and more juicy. Oh my God, her mum didn't want her to marry her husband, who was technically her grandfather, yeah. or her step-grandfather. That is juicy. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. I was like, wow. That like, is so juicy. It's just, yeah, it's so... I want to use the word, like, corrupt. <laughs> because, like, you know, uh, you know yeah. the truth. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I think with Mary comes a whole other bag of a situation that um, with... Like the, the racial comments that she's been making throughout this series to mm, Jenny. Um, Jenny, who is of Asian descent, mm. um, and I just, I just can't believe like yeah. some of the things that she's come out with. I'm not like, going to repeat her comments, but like honestly, and then also I was really disappointed in Meredith the way she was like, mm, I don't know if that's the racism. It's like you don't get to decide that. Yeah, like, Charlotte, you're obviously doing this just to support Mary. Like. I was just like, are you serious? But it's a fact, so in the latest episode, she gets picked up on that. Yeah, and I was so glad that happened. Like, Whitney was like, but you were sitting there, or Jenny was sitting there and was like, but you didn't say that what she yeah. said was wrong. You just sat there and was like, um, maybe. But then yeah. Meredith was like, I don't think I did that. And it's it's like, like, we have the footage. I, 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 I Andy, bravo Andy for that. It. Like, yeah. whenever someone does something that they said they didn't do, when they did <laughs> do it, <laughs> they roll the footage. And I'm like, <laughs> Make them look stupid. I just don't get like all these housewives that are literally like, I didn't do that. And it's like, you know, that was recorded like a week ago. Like, like, I'm like, are you like either that delusional that you believe that, or mm -hmm. are you just such a good like actress that you're like, no, I didn't do that because you know it's going to get like screen time. Like, what, which is it? Is it both? Yeah, I, I don't. Or are they old and have they forgotten? I think Meredith this season, mm. like, I do like her for certain mm. things. I'm checking out. Not her fashion sense. Um, but yeah, I'm. I'm not... I'm not, like, Lisa I love, like, both, like, negative and positive. Yeah. Like, she doesn't always do the right thing, but she brings the drama. She knows I'm she's liking doing Lisa TV. the second half. The first half I didn't like, because yeah. I was like, you're just a master manipulator. Yeah, I mean, she is a master manipulator. You do kind of need that, that person on a reality TV You need show. that person that's going to drop those bombshells yeah. and be like, oh, wait, what? Who said that? <laughs> you need, like, a shit star. Yeah. She's like Kyle, but she, like, gets involved in all the drama, but doesn't get involved in all she the drama. She then steps away from it when it starts. Yeah, she's like, yeah. I'll pass a seed, but I'm not going to, except for this week on the bus, when her and... Jen Shaw literally like I feel like <laughs> also that poor producer woman that had to, I love when you get some producers as well but they get involved <laughs> like that poor woman that was like they must have had to like pull the straws and be like right who's sitting in the bus who's, who's doing it who's going to take this someone's got to take them to the team 
five percent raise if you just mm-hmm. get in that bus with the, these women for like six hours. You'll get a tip. <laughs> Honestly, you have to get the biggest tip of your life. For Honestly, that one. you would. Also, Jesus Christ. I love Jenny. This new housewife, love her. Yeah, I and again at the start I wasn't sure. Yeah, her. I just was. I was thought she was a bit bland. Mm. But now she is. Oh, She's honestly. so good. And I think the the finale party is when she goes mental at Mary mm. and like throws a glass on the floor and everything. Yes. They're um, the parties I love. <laughs> yeah, this is the top tier housewife that's coming in, bringing drama, but also bringing like a bit of class as well. Like she's yeah. very cool. I think she's really nice. I just think she's really interesting. Her and her husband, apart from the whole like sister wife thing comment. Yeah. Um, I really like them as a family. Oh my god, their daughter. So clever, love oh her. Oh my god, like she's an icon. Yeah, I her know. on the show yeah, is a full time housewife. Now that is actually that is a housewife's child that you want to see on the show. That you want to see. Mark <laughs> yeah. Brooks, Marks, whatever his name is, we don't care about you. Like it's just like because I think like with Jenny's kid, because she's she's a kid, she doesn't know what she's like saying, so it's just really like innocent. Whereas like him being a twenty one year old, like a t- like. Do we say fashion designer? Fashion, fashion designer. Um, in quote marks, it's just like, oh baby, like, no, you're too aware, you're too aware of me, you're too aware of the conversation, like. I think as well, what I don't get with Meredith's storyline, so basically for listeners who don't know, obviously, (laughs) mostly probably don't. You probably Um, checked out by now. Yeah, you probably logged off. Basically, Meredith had this problem with Jen, because Jen was making, um, assumptions that Meredith's son, Brooke, Brooks, was gay, um, obviously, which is wrong, you shouldn't do that, if you don't know. No, definitely not. Um, but Meredith, I personally think, has then used that as her storyline. Yeah. Because she keeps bringing that up. Yeah. And then that's when I then got a bit irritated, because I was a bit like, but then you're technically as bad because you're using your son's trauma trauma to have a storyline. To be relevant, yeah. Yeah, like, are you not as bad? Yeah, like, it's just like... In some way. Because you like, yeah, I think that's almost, yeah, it's weird. Because, do you know what I mean? Like, it's that sort of, like, it's quite hypocritical, I think, for her to have mm. a go at a woman for kind of outing her son or making yeah. assumptions about her son but then she then keeps bringing it up yeah whenever there's a uh, conversation about mm. jen yeah so i'm like well you keep bringing it up babe like technically yeah. you two sat down and had this conversation yeah. so why are you bringing that up and i don't think that's fair on your son mm. to do I, that i honestly wouldn't care if she didn't come back next season yeah i don't think she's really added that much i feel this. like she's been a very debbie downer and like mm. trying to make like trying to like the sneakiest like links possible to like create herself some yeah. drama. It's like no babe, you're either in it fully or you're not and yeah. you need to go. Completely. Like I just love all the little like things that I wish they could talk about more. Like when Gem was like at the end of the episode, like you and all your six boyfriends and I'm like, what? Why are we not talking about that? Yeah. That's like, the thing, like, there's always, like, little um, Easter eggs that are, like, thrown yeah. out there. And I'm like, no, can we, don't roll the credits yet. We need to like, talk about this. This is the stuff that we're, like, we want to know about. And it's like, I don't care about, like, Whitney's rebrand of her beauty launch. I don't, like, I don't care. Oh, my God, I live, though, for Whitney and Heather. Oh, my God. Like, I love them, drama, I love them. They both just sit back, put their sunglasses on with, like, a glass of wine. And they're like, ooh. <laughs> Honestly, like, I love them. But I'm just, like, I don't care about, like, the, like, the beauty, like, the business stuff I want to know who Meredith's six boyfriends are <laughs> don't we all <laughs> like that's what I mean like I don't care for this other stuff and where'd you get them from yeah and like how does she maintain six boyfriends because one is hard enough very true <laughs> cheers to that <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean just like but yeah no I love Whitney love Heather Heather mm-hmm. can do no wrong in my eyes oh, God, I, she's she's definitely become one of my favourite housewives yeah. ever yeah and also it's weird because if she was like another season, I feel like you'd be like, it's a bit boring. 
But this time I'm like, I just love you because you're like a rest from the crazy. Yeah, like she adds that, just that humour to situations. Yeah. <laughs> like, There's like what everyone else is thinking. She's yeah. like, what the fuck is going on? It, yeah, it, it's so good together. I just, yeah, I, love, I mean, it does help that they literally let family. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, do we move on to another TV show that we have things also, to talk I about? Also, we haven't discussed Mary not coming to the reunion. Oh my God. Like, a lot of people said this on social and I think like we've said it before. If you don't go to the reunion, you are cut from the show. Oh my god, definitely. If you can't sit there and basically technically be faced with what you did that yeah. season, then you're out. Yeah. I, I and you're guilty. I don't really get why she did The Real Housewives. The first season she wasn't even in half of it. Yeah. This season she's annoyed at everyone. So why are you here? Literally, like, just get out. Yeah. And it's the fact that she put up those posts, didn't she, about like how reality shows warp your mind and brainwash you. And I'm like, you've been made famous by being on one. Yeah. And you're brainwashing people in your church. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, this, the, the woman needs to go. She uh, just needs to leave. God, she really does. Um, um, but yeah, now we can move on to And Just Like now That. Now we'll move on to And Just Like That. Um, and the recent episode, which aired last week, um, Verdict. Yeah, really good. Um, I feel like I'm finally getting back into it now. Like, I feel like it's kind of like reached its like stride a bit more. Yeah, I feel like it's becoming a bit more like the old Sex and the City. Yeah, there's something about it. I'm a bit like, oh, I'm like, like, like I love Harry being back in her apartment. Um, I love like there was like little sex on screen as well. Yeah, like it was just a bit more like it wasn't about Big being dead. Like it was just a bit more like like not lighthearted. Because it's in the last episode they basically moved on like mm. a year, like a year gone by. Or like so. yeah, like at least like six months. Yeah, or five, yeah. Um, because I remember when it started, it was like like long shot of like Carrie sitting in her window oh, all yeah. the seasons, and I was like, how long am I gonna skip? Like, come on, man. <laughs> Yeah, and I do, and I do think that's a bit like. Mm, but then I get that you... was a bit of a. I don't know. That bothered me a little bit. I think. Mm. Like, why are you again? Like what we said in the previous episode when we spoke about it. I think they're rushing it. Like they're trying to move yeah. on a bit and trying to get everything in and pack it all down. It's very like GCSE drama, and it's like, and then the seasons change. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was very much a GCSE drama, like. The seasons are changing, and we'll show that by the snow landing on her like, yeah. like, on oh, the window ledge. Oh, well done! Yeah, we didn't know I'm coming. But I do love those moments. But but on the flip side, of that I love those moments when you see her typing in front of like, yeah, window. yeah, I do love that. That makes me want to be like, that's what I want to do all day. I mean, it kind of is what I do all day, but not at all. Yeah, <laughs> I used to make myself sit by a window so we could I can reimagine that and <laughs> reenact it. I don't have any windows in my kitchen. Well, I do, but they're like slanted, like out the roof. Of the yeah, I don't know how you're going to try and sit at that. <laughs> With Just mount it, like. Um... <laughs> mount anything, thank uh, you. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, but I I don't know if I like what they're doing to Steve still. I just think oh, I just love Steve. I think I I think you can have Miranda move on without like slagging Steve off. Yeah, it's almost like okay, we've got to give her this reason. I'm not. I think I personally think the reason that she said in the previous mm. episode when she was talking to Carrie and Charlotte or Carrie mm. that she's just not happy. Yeah, and she's all she's going through this change, mm. and it's like why can't that be enough? Like why have yeah. you then not obviously it's a big word. Why have we got like slander, Steve? Yeah. Like, why can't you just let it be what it is? Yeah, I think I think it's interesting because I'm guessing like their relationship is quite representative of lots of like marriages that what they could get to at that stage. Yeah. But I also think then they could. Yeah, I think the Miranda wanting to like explore her sexuality should be enough of a yeah. reason to be like, actually, Steve, I'm not happy because 
xyz not because you're like a shit lover and all this stuff yeah, like, like we've seen yeah. how much miranda likes steve in the past so like you know that's like way. it's just a bit like it doesn't really fit like, i get like sex can change over time and everything and i think it's that thing as well of like it people like it is really sad but like people can just fall out of love with each yeah. other like and it's like i just think that she has her own storyline that is enough mm. to move that along yeah. Rather than sort of almost tear them apart, mm. like I don't, I don't really like that. Yeah, and I think yeah, it's hard because I feel like that whole like sex scene or like lack of sex scene, it was just so awkward. I'm like, okay, I felt like you could have done that, like they could have done like an awkward sex scene where it's more like they had sex, but it wasn't that like, really like it was just like, a bit, like they just both was, felt a bit like what? Well, meh. Like, yeah. yeah. They didn't have to make it Steve seem like an awkward teenager. They didn't know like what the hell, what the hell he was doing. Again, we know before from yeah. Sex and the City, he definitely knows, he knows what, what he's, he's doing. doing. <laughs> yeah, like we've seen them together. And you know, like that episode where like Miranda in the film where Miranda's like, let's just get it over mm. with. I feel like that's a bit more of like act that's what they kind of should have done with it. And I've yeah. already done that. But I'm also like, I feel like that's the kind of way I wanted it to go rather than just being like Steve having no idea what he's doing. I know, I feel like they've made him almost seem like He's just, well, yeah, like you said, like a teenager. Yeah. Like, losing his tempo in the street. Yeah. Not being oh, able to oh, yeah, his fingers. <laughs> oh, yeah, but and it's also, yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. But it's not painting a very good picture of him, bless I know, him. like, if anyone, like, I'm sorry, we didn't need to, if anyone was going to be slagged off, it did not need to be Steve. No. Oh, he's just so pure and perfect. I know, bless him. Uh. Um, one thing I have liked so far yeah. is that they're not replacing Samantha, like we all said, like who would she mm. then leave a place with at the table? But they're like taking it in turns of yeah, exchanging that seat with different characters. Like yeah. one it could be Anthony, the next it will be like LV, not LVB. Oh <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> yeah, Lisa Vanderpump just shows up in Second oh City. Oh god, I mean, I would love um, that. Like, yeah, um, oh you know god. the estate agent woman, yeah, just helping um, carry like her. Like, I just like that they're changing it up. They're not yeah. just being like, okay, well, Anthony's going to take Samantha's place now and yeah. be that one. But I'm also loving that Anthony interactions. I love him so oh much. Oh my God, iconic. Like, he's just... I feel I'm, like he's carrying the show, honestly. Yeah, he's, he's bringing something so different that he... Yeah. I don't. I personally don't think he ever did before. Do you think? Yeah. I feel like, like he's still, like, so on brand. I feel like he's the only one that I'm like, this is who I believe, this is who he would be. 20 years old. I don't know if it's because when I used to watch the shows Mm -hmm. before the films, I never really like just connected with the character. I was just like... Oh, really? I loved him. I always loved him. I was always like Team Stanford as well. So Mm. I don't like him because of that. But then like in the films, I started to like him a bit more. Mm. And then now I'm just like, you are a babe. Like, I love you. Yeah, I just (laughs) feel like he brings like the funny... Like, I just, I just really like him. I think you said it before. Like, he brings that Samantha element yeah. To the show that it's missing. I don't know whether I brought that, but I've definitely had people say that. <laughs> and I was like, I'll take it, but I definitely yeah. say that. But you know, he definitely does feel like that, like honest, like like beyond honest like yeah. thing to it. And I just yeah, I've just been enjoying it. I just some of the things like I still can't like it just feels a bit uncomfortable, like the scene with like, the dishwasher and stuff. I'm just like I don't care. Mm. And also it carries date, like so I read an I saw an article headline before I watched the episode that was like viewers are annoyed because Carrie has the perfect first perfect Tinder date and I'm like sorry what how was that perfect <laughs> that was like the worst date in history uh, they threw up over each other technically yeah like just because they met a, she met a man that wasn't like a serial killer that's not perfect but like 
it's just it was just a weird headline because I was expecting her to fall in love the first day. Yeah, that I day. was expecting that. Yeah, and I mean, I, I'm, I don't know. The man seems sweet, but yeah, hopefully, it's not just again. I felt that'd be too rushed. Yeah, for him to be like, okay, the first question meets is the guy that she wants to spend the rest of her life with. Yeah, that's um, true. But I, I think it was like a good portrayal, though. Mm-hmm. Like. You go on a date, you both end up getting really drunk because yeah. you have to do that. Yeah, to get through it. And then you might, sometimes might end up throwing up on each other, who knows? Yeah. But like, I, yeah, I think it was, I don't know. Yeah, I just like, I mean, apparently she drank like litres of fake vomit for that. And I was like, I did not need to know that. Grim. Grazia, thank Absolutely you for that. <laughs> I need that in my life. <laughs> Letting the shit, I'm not, I was just like, yeah, I couldn't tell whether I liked it or not. I think it was nice that she went on a date with a fellow widower. Yeah, like that was nice because I hope yeah. like they almost just become friends over that. Yeah, and they, I think that they would connect be nice. in that way. Yeah, like they just become like mutual friends, friends. and they go for like walks and coffees yeah. and all that just to yeah. sort of like check in on each other a little bit. Yeah, but I think it'd be nice for her to meet someone new, and they're not like the love of her life. They're just like a companion that like yeah, it's almost just like a little not a life partner. Yeah, but that like, kind of yeah, I hate the term life partner. Yeah, but, um, it's not nice. Is it's it? not nice at all. Like, <laughs> sorry, I retract be. that statement. Yeah, like you know, what I mean, just more like. That she finds someone she like she like loves and stuff, but they're not like the love of her life. Like, yeah. They still have sex, they still go on like dates and, I think and stuff. That but it's happens. just someone like, yeah. That happens with um like mature women and men. I was gonna say old, but I don't want to say <laughs> old. Um like people do lose family members and like I know people that have done that and mm. they and I obviously again I don't know because fortunately enough it's not happened to me. Mm. But like I can predict and sense that like a lot of guilt would come with that if yeah, you're then definitely. trying to be put you're putting yourself out there again yeah so again it's not about like being in love with the person mm. or wanting to marry them again it's just you find that person that you want to spend your spare time with yeah and just feel, like comfortable and like enjoy being in their company and, and i think as well like when people get to a certain age i thought it's going a bit deep here but like no, 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 when you it. get of a certain age say like i don't know 50s Say fifties actually, because I thought that's probably the main age I hear about. Right, is like people think their life's kind of over, oh. and it's like no, like you've still got like a good like potentially fifty years in yeah. you. Like that's a really long time. Yeah, like, like you're middle age and literally middle age, not old age. And now it's like when you can really go and live your life. Yeah, like, you've got the money, you've got the time. Yeah, yeah. Like go and do it, babe. Yeah, maybe that's what Carrie was doing. Who knows? Yeah. What, go on like a cruise or something? <laughs> Disney cruise? I can't imagine Karen a cruise. Um, oh bougie cruises there from Apprentice, that's what she could be on. Oh my god. Did you watch The Apprentice? No. Oh my god. Okay. What? I've just heard very mixed things. Did you don't watch The Apprentice? I, I normally do, I just haven't watched this oh one. Oh god, this year's I'm fucking loving I've it. heard everyone's awful though. Yeah, and something about a poo, poo oh toothbrush god, or yeah, something. Oh my god, I'll watch it and we'll talk about that next week, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so I do actually want to watch it. Okay. Because I, I, the memes are funny. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Also, um, Harry and Charlotte. Like what? I what? I, I don't get <laughs> what happened in that last episode. Like she just flipped out. Bless her. Yeah, I just thought the whole that whole plot point was like, is this meant to be like? I get what they mean. Like because they was meant to be like, oh, we're that couple, and it's like. I get it, but like it was, I, yeah. it was a bit like again like GCSE drama. Like we're spelling it out. <laughs> yeah. it's just like, oh, give them that A star and move on with it, please. Like, give them the Oscar. It's fine. <laughs> no, it's not an Oscar. It's GCSE drama. I'm sorry, it is. I cannot. Also, can we please take this? Off? Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> like it just is. I just yeah. I mean, like she's always been like 
well, I don't say high maintenance, but she's always been that kind of character, mm. very like high strung and very like particular. Yeah. And I just think like I think she's probably one of the characters that have actually. I mean, they all have, mm. but Charlotte for me is the one that's really stayed. True to Charlotte. Do you think so? I feel like yeah. the opposite. Really? But I don't know. I, think, I love Charlotte, I think, the most at the moment. Yeah. Like, Miranda's annoying me because of her, like, lack of disrespect. See, I can really get her wanting to move on from her relationship. I just think the whole thing is just like, ugh. And then Carrie's just Carrie. Yeah. Um, she's just Caroline. She just does, um, she does. Yeah, she's just... Whereas I feel like I love Charlotte, and I feel like you can really sympathise with her and, like, her story and like, how she's actually really good with her kids. Like, I know, like... Obviously, when she had the whole thing with Rock and I wanted to change the name with the dolls and everything. But she does move on. She does see that things can change. And I think, you know, she's actually how a parent would react in that sort of situation. Being like, I want to help, but I'm also like, I, I don't, don't know want how to. to. Yeah. yeah, and like that sort of, I think that was a really nice representation. I really, I really hope that they have a sit-down conversation. Mm. I really hope there's that really sweet moment of Rock and Charlotte talking properly yeah yeah because at the moment it's very much like i'm getting a haircut i'm changing my name it's not like which yeah. obviously is important but it's not like those sort of like things where you're like it's... let's just sit down me you and harry and be like what is the situation yeah and i guess it's that thing of like okay i get that those conversations don't need to be shown on the show mm. i just personally think though it would be I've said before, it would be so much more educational for people, yeah. like for families, I mm. think, not just for people going through a change or wanting to, or like discovering themselves and all of that. Like, I think for families, mm. it would be, it's, it would be a really important conversation to show on the TV. show. Yeah. And I think also like the whole like plot of like them playing tennis and then like Charlotte being like, this is my feminist moment because, you know oh, this is the one time I'd have to apologise. I'm like, no, this is not what feminism is about. That's not what it's about, I'm like, we should be having that conversation with Rock. Like, I just like, have the funny sub, sub, like the plot of tennis, but don't make it about like a feminist issue. Like, that's not a feminist issue. Yeah. in my opinion. And I just think, like, even if she'd made that comment, or like, if she'd done what, like, they had that little tiff. Yeah. But it wasn't, it didn't go on for as long yeah, as it, it did. Yeah, I was just like, like, there are other plot lines we could be developing here. Yeah. And then the thing with, like, the, oh my God, what is her name? LV, LV, L... W, what? I know you're talking about. Yeah, when they were like microphone thing, and I was just like, oh, like that. I was just like, I'm bored. Like I don't care. Yeah, like I felt a bit weird about that. Like I was sort of like, what are you trying to paint there? Like what? Yeah. Like hold up your microphone and all that. Like okay, we get it. Shouldn't hold up my microphone, but like, yeah, it was very like like if Gabe would done that to me, I'd be like f off. Yeah, like, it was just very doing? much like they were trying to prove a point of like middle aged couples that like fight and like stuff, and I was just a bit like again, it's like what we've said before, like some of the storyline bits are just so very, like, forced and very, like, stereotypical. Yeah, like... Like, it's the very, like, obvious way to go with it. And you're like, yeah. come on, like, you could have done something a little bit different than this. Yeah, and just, like, I think... Like, I love Charlotte and Harry, and I just don't like to see them fight ever. Right. They've always been, like, my favourite couple. <laughs> yeah, I just love that. And I'm like, they don't have to, like, always get on, but I think they're, like... Or they have, like, a disagreement about Rock and how they're going to raise them. Like, that sort of thing, like... Make it like if you're gonna go with this story, like really go with it. Go don't with just it. be then like, oh, am I fighting about tennis? Like, I don't know. Yeah, because how many episodes are left? Is it I don't like, know. Normally, there's. I mean, I don't know actually. I thought there was like eight, but we're on like we're on number eight, aren't we? Um. No, we're on like seven, six seven. or seven. Um. Uh, so the next one, so there's two more at least. 
So there's Bewitched, Bothered and Bewildered, which comes out the night before this does. Podcast comes out. And then there's No Strings Attached, which is episode nine. Oh, God. Is that going to be... That's going to be more like... It is a ten. Miranda, isn't it? Um, sorry. It is... Number of episodes so far. Sorry, Wikipedia's taking forever. I feel like it's a ten part somewhere. Yeah, I don't know if it was eight or ten. I think, no, it's definitely ten then, because there's eight and nine already scheduled. Yeah, eight, nine, ten. Fabulous. Oh, I just don't like the fact that one's called No Strings Attached. I thought it's all going to be about Miranda. Could be about Carrie. Oh, some. true. Oh, my God, yeah. Uh, I think it's more about like to be Carrie. Oh, oh. You know, get a bit of post. <clears throat> and I think also I really liked about the episode, that conversation they had about like her wanting to have sex mm. after like after Big's death. I was like, that's such a true point because it would, that is exactly how I think you'd feel. You'd be like, I can't believe I'm never going to have that again. The idea of having it with anyone other than him. Other than, yeah. And like, you get that to like a sort of small extent when you have go through a breakup. I know it's not the same thing, but it's like that sort of thing when you're like, Oh shit, I'm never gonna have sex with that person again. And it means I've got to have the first time with someone else again. Yeah. And that who is that gonna be? When's that gonna happen? And like, that's all that anxiety you have around it, I think was really interesting. And that was a really like that point that plot point. It's those moments that I like. Mm. Like they're good they're they're real portrayals, but they're done in such a different way of just the obvious, oh we're gonna let them have a bicker and the other couple's gonna watch them and they'll be like, Oh yeah. god, they're that people now. Yeah. Right. And like it did, and it wasn't like a big conversation. It was like they were just like walking home from the bar, and yeah, like, yeah. but that's when those like moments happened. That was like yeah, that was like classic Sex and City, yeah. like uh, Miranda and Carrie walking home from a yeah. bar after an event. I like, like that moment. Yeah, those moments always yeah. look so nice. Yeah, we will see what happens this week. I'm so excited. Yes. Um. So, do you have? The good slash funny sort of news of the week. Yeah, this is like a little quiz from BuzzFeed. It's oh, okay. my, my go-tos whenever I'm um, stuck for what to do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if you eat more than 29 out of 42 of these rich people food, you have a refined palate. Oh, gosh. So about to see how refined your palate is. Oh, it's not very great. Right, would you eat escargot? No. I've had escargot before, it's actually quite nice. That's snails, isn't it? Yeah. Absolutely Garlicky, not. Garlicky, having garlicky. Would you eat caviar? Um, is the yes or no option? No. Would you eat frog's legs? Mm-mm. No. Would you eat lobster? Yes, I would try that. I never had lobster. Would you eat white truffles? Sorry, I have tried lobster before. White truffles? What's that? Like chocolate? No, like like truffle truffles. Oh, yeah, I'd give it a yeah. go. Yeah. Would you eat oysters? No. See, my boyfriend loves oysters now. We need to try them. Yes, but that's because he's fancy. He has a refined palate. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He, he loves an oyster, but he also loves a kebab. <laughs> I don't know. No, he must do. We'll ask him. Yeah. Would you eat baked Alaska? I wouldn't call that refined. I'd call that 70s. I was going to say, back in time. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Any sort of dessert. Would you eat saffron? But you don't eat saffron. Like... I don't eat it on its own. I've had it in stuff before. Yeah, you have yeah. it in stuff. I wouldn't just have it on the side. <laughs> what? Okay, we're going to go with a yes. Would you eat cucumber sandwiches? No. Don't like cucumber. <gasps> what? Yeah. I'm in a real cucumber phase at the moment. Been loving it. I'll have life. it if it's like in stuff and I don't really notice it. Mm. But I wouldn't like... I, I wouldn't... Think, I don't like it on its own. I've been loving that my salmon teriyaki bowls at the moment with like cucumber, spring onions. So like maybe rice. then I would eat it. Yeah. 
but like just having in the sound like I feel like for me a cucumber sandwich is too plain. Yeah, it's just very wet. Yeah, and I think that's what I don't like about it. Yeah, yeah, I mean it's the worst sandwich on the um, afternoon tea. Yeah, I've got it is. Yeah, I like, never eat that. Also, I'm really fine of the sandwiches and afternoon tea. I don't mind them. Some of the ones that me and Gabe have done recently, they've been quite good actually. Mm. Like there was one that was a really good one in I think it was in Kensington, the one we did in the little dining. <gasps> yeah, cute. Um, we should do that. Yeah. Um, but it was like uh, a focaccia bread. <gasps> Um, with like red pepper hummus and I can't remember what the meat was but oh my god it was so good that sounds good. and it was so different as well compared yeah, to the normal yeah because usually it's like carnation chicken beef yeah, egg mayo egg mayo salmon and yeah. cream cheese I love salmon and hate cream cheese so that's always a dilemma for me see I never used to like that but I always eat them now I just don't like cream cheese so maybe my palate is getting more refined maybe we'll see if that's on the menu we'll see what happens um, would you eat an heirloom tomato tart what's that just a fancy tomato would you eat tomato tart yeah would you eat filet mignon? Absolutely. Yeah, I was gonna say. Oh no, shit! I meant no. Oh shit! Wow. Sorry, no. I you made me have an unrefined palate now. Shit! Oh, bust through the process. Would you eat swordfish? Uh Oh yeah, I would try it. I think it's like I'd try it. Would you eat bluefin tuna? What's the difference, What's the difference between normal tuna? I don't like any tuna, so I'm gonna say no for me, but. I'm going to say no. I've always wanted to try it, but I, I wouldn't ever go into a restaurant about yeah, and try that. Would you eat quail? What's that? Maybe, maybe, um, like, just kind of like a small chicken. Yeah. No. I think I have. Would you eat Iberico ham? Yeah, that's the big ham on the leg. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Would you eat macarons? Absolutely. I know. <laughs> would you eat prime rib? Absolutely. <laughs> okay, I'm a meat lover <laughs> and a dessert lover. Okay, oh, get it. Would you eat scallops? Yeah. Oh, I love scallops. We used to go to this Chinese restaurant and they used to do them with garlic, um, like fried garlic, chilli, and that's the onions. And I only tried, I've only ever had them twice because oh. I only tried them last year when me and Gabriel went for a weekend away. <gasps> and the starters all sounded really jank and they had scallops. And I was like, I'm going to try them. They're so and good. I then had them there and then we went for dinner somewhere after that, somewhere else, and I had them there as well for starters. And whoa. They are honestly, I have I do really, I really enjoy them. Yeah, they're so yummy. Yeah, and there's those things that you always people get, or like, they always want to like, come dine with me, or like, yeah, yeah. Gordon Ramsay's mm. Hell Kitchen, or something like yeah. that, and I'm like, oh, they actually look good, like, I want to try so it. So good. But yeah, they're good. Yeah, Recommend. like the chorizo and everything. Mm, mm. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Right, I've never heard of this. Would you eat fugu? A highly poisonous blowfish that is a delicacy in Japan. I think I've heard of this, and absolutely not. Yeah, okay, fair. Isn't that the thing that can kill you? Well, it's obviously highly poisonous. Yeah. Would you eat Cornish game hen? Absolutely. Would you eat eggs Benedict? Uh, yes, but my, basically my. I don't like eggs Benedict. Eggs Benedict is one with like ham and egg, isn't it? Yeah, but it's Cornish eggs a bit like. Oh my gosh, yeah. Um, would you eat beef Wellington? Yes. Yeah. Would you eat squab, which is pigeon? Pop oh, no. No. Would you eat lobster bisque? It's a soup. No. You wouldn't eat lobster soup. No. Really? My mum is obsessed with lobster bisque. Would you eat fondue? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was like, what kind of question? Say. Would you eat a tomahawk steak? I'm just going to say yes. Yeah, I think it's just a, it's a steak. Would you eat petit four? What's that? Isn't There's that... like little desserts. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> Have you seen the size of me? <laughs> Would you eat edible gold leaf? Yeah. Yeah. It's gold, absolutely. <laughs> Would you eat tapenade? What's that? Olive paste. Oh, oh. Again, would you have that on its own? Well, I have in prep. They do my favourite sandwich in prep. 
because everyone wants to know. They do, it's the vegan one. They do avocado, sunrise tomatoes, rocket, olive tapenade. Is so it strong? Nice. Um, so like, can you taste it's in there? Yeah. Ooh, but I like probably not them. Would you eat steak a frit? Yeah. Yeah, isn't that just steak, steak and, and chips? Yeah, steak and chips. <laughs> Would you eat duck a la Duck, duck, duck. A duck <laughs> Duck a Yes, absolutely. Love duck. I don't want to eat it. I don't want to eat that. I feel guilty when I go past them in the pond, but I will eat them. I don't think it's the same ducks. Oh. <laughs> um, would you eat gazpacho? What's that? Cold tomato soup. It's like a delicacy in Spain. Probably, yeah. I don't know why I would. Because, like, I eat cold tomato soup and it goes cold in the bowl. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but I'm weird like that. Like, that's I like, so like a coffee that's gone cold and no. still drink it. That is, like, my worst nightmare. I hate that. <laughs> um, would you eat beef, beef carpaccio? Which is like thinly sliced raw beef. No, I'd had that once and I just... No, it made me feel funny. Would you eat lamb chops? Yes. <laughs> Would you eat pate? Oh. I would not. No. Because they like force feed the ducks. To, like They like shovel the food down their throats. That's how they make pate. Uh, what food do they shove down their throats? Everything. They like cut their beaks off and stuff. <gasps> Wait, yeah. what? They cut a beak off a duck and give it to someone else? No, I think like they cut the beaks off the duck so they can just like shove the food down them. Oh, that's grim. Absolutely not. No. I swear that's what they do. <laughs> would you eat octopus? No. <gasps> really? Hey, we've had this conversation. Have I don't we? like octopuses. Have we? Yeah, when you saw that one when you went to Croatia. Oh, yeah. Ooh, no. I love octopus and squid. Um, would you eat wagyu beef? Yeah, pretty sure. beef, yeah. yeah. Would you eat for oh this is it it's fox frock that's what they that's what they stuff the, okay not pate we take that back about pate but that is what they do with foie gras they like cut the ducks I swear that's what they make pate and what do they shove in it though just like food so like other like it's really like um like a traducan but not no 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 I didn't like hang on how they make it it's sorry to the vegans out there. So yeah, to, to produce the faux gras, workers... <coughs> Sorry, the picture's come up. Workers ram pipes down the throats of male ducks twice each day, pumping up to two pounds of grain and fat into their stomachs. No. Yeah. Especially not now I know that. Yeah. I like faux gras to me is like hell. Like, that's disgusting. I mean, I know I'm eating... So it's just fat? It's like fat and grains that they'd like to force feed down their throats. Oh my gosh, yeah, no, disgusting. no. There's a difference between like eating meat for like survival and like And then that, that that's, that's just cruelty. Yeah. Um, would you eat veal masala? It's a baby cow. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> cruelty. <laughs> would you eat creme brulee? Yes. Yes. Give me some now. God. Would you eat cherries jubilee, which is flambe cherries and liqueur with vanilla ice cream? No, I don't like cherries. You like cherries? No. Dad doesn't like cherries either, that's weird. No. Finally, would you eat chicken cordon bleu? Which I think is the chicken with the um, blue cheese. Chicken cordon bleu. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah, I've just seen that. Yeah. God, yeah. Right. We had steak with blue cheese sauce over there. Okay, you've got... You, You've got you've learned to appreciate the finer things in life. Ah, okay. Look at me! Yeah. Still love a kebab though on a Saturday night. <laughs> Best of both worlds. Yeah. <laughs> love that. Yeah, I love that. I love doing things like that. Okay, so do you have a brand of the week? Yes, I do. Um, so they are called let me just find it quickly. Nude Ethics. Um, it is a 
Yes, nude ethics. Sorry, you heard me right. <laughs> Based in Cornwall, uh, <gasps> just Jessica Bailey's independent store stocks the brands, organic cotton t-shirts, original paintings, as well as clothing by Off On and jewellery by Arca, both small ethical brands. Bailey says, uh, wear something honest or wear nothing at all. Nude Ethics focuses on ethical crafted pieces from those who want to make a difference. T-shirts in sizes extra small to extra extra large are manufactured by Earth Positive. Then elegant line drawings are embroidered on using wood pulp thread on screen printed using water-based inks and in Bailey's Cornwall Studio. Um, and when you go onto their website... Does it say wearing Cornwall, by the way? Um, no, not okay. right, not where I can find it right now. But um, their designs are really cool. They're really funky. Oh, I really like this lemon and flower one. Oh my god, those lemons ones are really cute. Yeah, yeah. and it's just like I really like that Ooh, one as well. The, the line. Oh, you like the line? Yeah, Ooh. and they're and so affordable. That's for like yeah, like that's yeah. So twenty five like, pounds for twenty. For, yeah, like twenty twenty five pound jumpers are forty nine ninety nine. And I just really love the illustrations on them, and they look really comfortable as well. I love like a printed tee, yeah. like that kind of printed yeah, tee and embroidered. Kind of yeah, really like that. And I'm very tempted to get the line one. Yeah, the, I line the line print. ones. That's really cute. Like this one of the um, woman's, woman's body. Nude. Love that. I like this one. It just says nude on it. I think it, mm, it says. That's so fun. Um, but they're just like your basics, but they've got these really nice embroidered patterns on it, and. Yeah, organic, ethical, what can go wrong? Yeah, lovely. Yeah, so that's nude ethics, check them out. Um, okay, so we are back to our regular programming, regular programming here. Book oh. of the week, what do we have? We have Millennial Love by Olivia Pater. Oh! Pater? Um, so it's basically. It's like a music album or something. Yeah. It's not. <laughs> so it's actually based on a podcast though. Oh. So it's the Independence Millennial Love podcast. I used to listen to it a few years ago and they've kind of changed up the format because one of the co-hosts left. Um, but it's basically Olivia and she talks about things like contraception, dating apps, sexual assault and like how like, I mean it's called Millennial Love but it's basically kind of more like all the things to do with Millennial Love. Right. You know like, yeah like dating apps, contraception, sexual assault, like all those sorts of things and like she gives like people's like examples of those sorts of things, but then like gives like a bit of a history about the sort of thing. Mm. It's a really good book, and like, I think it's like a really good explanation of yeah, like what dating is like in the modern world. Oh, that sounds well good. It is really good. I think I quite like it actually. Like it's yeah, it's and it's nice because it's like chapters, so like you can just kind of pick it up and go back to it. Like, I was say so. It's not like um like a story format. It's um, very like yeah, direct. it's nonfiction. It's yeah. very much like yeah, like there's like ten chapters I think, and they talk about like Harvey Weinstein and stuff. Oh wow, okay. Um yeah, it's really good. I really like it. Um and also the podcast is really good. Um it used to be they kind of changed the format. So when it first started, it was the two co-hosts and they were talking about like their own like dating like escapades and stuff Ooh. and like they do like bio of the week and stuff like Ooh. tinder bio of the week oh my god that's like, cool that's a good that's idea <laughs> and now that one of them's left they've thought that she's kind of like done it into more like, interviews and stuff about like different aspects of like young dating but yeah Ooh, just a really good book good. what's it yeah. called again millennial love Lovely. and it's a very aesthetic millennial cover as well Ooh. pink and red we love an aesthetic cover yep don't judge a book by its cover <laughs> absolutely not except you should <laughs> except sometimes yeah um, so what have we been what have, what have we what have you been gifted um, we can have this potentially at some point um, 
just because it's not pissed off. Um, <laughs> so I am very excited. Ben and Jerry <gasps> uh, have sent me their four new flavors. Um, of their whipped ice cream toppings. Whipped? Yes. Yeah, so these literally came out in stores this month. What do you mean ice cream toppings? Like, it's not ice cream. So it's like normal ice cream, but basically like the top section is like a whipped sort of ice cream. Um, so the four new flavours are Cookie Vermonster, which is sweet cream ice cream with chocolate chip cookies and chocolate cookie swirls. Uh, hazelnutting butt chocolate. I love that. Uh, chocolate hazelnut ice cream with brownie pieces and sea salt chocolatey swirls. Oh my banoffee pie. <gasps> uh, creamy banana ice cream, chocolate chocolatey caramel cups and cookie swirls. And then they now have a non-dairy berry revolution, which is also vegan, uh, which is raspberry non-dairy ice cream with sandwich cookies and chocolatey cookie swirls. Um, they all look and sound The banana incredible. one in particular. Mm, mm, mm. And I cannot wait to dive in I'm to really them. jealous. Um, yeah, they yeah. sound really good. Oh. Cannot wait. I just love an ice cream. But the only thing with me, Ben and Jerry's, once I open the tub, I have to Yeah, the it's like the whole like film like cliche, isn't it, of like you have to like sit in like the crying woman like with the Ben and Jerry's tub. I mean I did do that a few times growing up <laughs> watching a sad film with my bed on my own. That's but... what I mean, like honestly like the sponsor. It like, makes you feel good. Yeah, it is such a cliche, but it does really work. Yeah. But, yeah, that's my gift of the week. What a fun gift. Lovely. Um, yeah, thanks everyone so much for joining us. Um, next week we'll be joined by the lovely Danny G from Instagram, who is an um, alopecia and makeup influencer. Um, yes. So we'll be really looking forward to talking to her. Cannot wait for that. I feel like it's going to be a very, very good interview and yeah. chat with her. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, thank you for listening as always, my loves. We'll, um, uh, um, yeah, join me to see the usual. Uh, you don't have to leave, to be honest. You can leave this. You all know where you can catch us. Okay, bye. See you next week.